0: Hey, hey sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl walking and talking. I'm Maggie, your host and Hype Girl. Y'all, I hope that you are having an amazing start to your April, an amazing week so far. Thank you for allowing me the time to recharge, really gain some clarity on the direction of the podcast. We are back and I am so honored and proud and humbled to be able to say that While we were figuring out the direction of the podcast and taking a little bit of a break, there were still people listening to the podcast every single day. Not just some days, every single day. And I, from the bottom of my heart, need to thank you so, so much for being here, for being on this journey. I have been getting emails and messages on social media. A lot of y'all have been asking, hey, what's going on? Where's the podcast? Give me some new info. And just so that we're clear, if there is ever a break on the podcast, have no fear. You can always find me talking about something on social media. If it's on Instagram, I am the consistency coach on IG. Over on TikTok, you can find me at your consistency coach. So I'm always posting content. I'm always trying to provide value. So if there is a little bit of a break here, have no fear. You can find me all over the place. My only job is making sure that you are leveling up and living your best life and I do want some feedback let me know how this sounds shoot me a message on social let me know if this sounds okay if it doesn't sound okay and the reason I ask is because I'm looking at the computer as I'm talking and the little lines you know how they pop up on a screen when you're recording something they don't look The same as they normally do and it actually it makes me chuckle because somebody had reached out to me about two weeks ago and she said hey can you please send me the information for your podcast producer i really want to start a podcast i've been thinking about it for years uh but i've just never gotten around to doing it so can you send me his or her info and when i first got the message i really thought that she was sending the message to the wrong person because I don't have a podcast producer. I've never had a podcast producer or any type of producer. Nobody else edits my videos. What you see is what you get when it comes to all of my content uh, and it's all done by yours truly. So when I was chatting with her and I let her know like I don't have a podcast producer, I have my computer and I got a microphone and and headphones and we just roll with it. She was blown away, absolutely amazed, couldn't believe that you could just do this stuff. And it is a really good reminder that you don't need to be incredible to start something. You don't need to have a full production crew. You don't need to have all the expertise. When I started this podcast almost a year ago, I had no idea. What it took to run a podcast, I didn't know how to start. I didn't know what to say. That's a big one. People people are always telling me that they want to start a podcast, but they don't know what to say. And my response is always the same. Whatever thoughts you have in your head, that's your content. Whether it's podcast related or social media related, it doesn't matter. Your thoughts are your content. And when you own your thoughts and you just put them out there, Of course, there are gonna be some people that don't like them, but that's a good thing because it shows that we have free will and we're allowed to disagree. But on the flip side, something really incredible happens when you choose to make your thoughts your content. You have the ability to change lives when you do that. And it doesn't matter if you don't have all of the answers or all of the best equipment or anything you don't need that stuff. This is where we get caught up. I think most of the time people have amazing ideas and they have this potential that is begging to be unleashed in every single area, but they feel like they don't have all of the tools and therefore they can't get started because what if it doesn't sound right? Or what if what if it doesn't look right? Oh my goodness, what if somebody judges me because of this, this, or this? And I gotta be really honest with you. At first, those thoughts can be really overwhelming. But when you continue to push through them and you continue to be yourself and show up and do the hard things even when you don't want to, it becomes easier and you get better at it. And then all of those thoughts that you swore would never disappear, they start to get quieter. And before you know it, You don't care one way or another what anybody thinks because you're seeing the positive impact that you're making in people's lives. And that is truly life-changing. But you can't just show up at that point. You need to work up to that point. And that means getting started where you are right now with whatever tools you have available or whatever tools you don't have available. You will figure it out. So if you have been thinking about doing something or starting something or restarting something, this is also really important. It's okay if you've tried in the past and you didn't follow through. I had somebody reach out to me recently and she was very, very upset because she told herself last year, at the beginning of last year, so 2022, that she was going to post consistently on her YouTube and build a giant YouTube channel and it didn't happen. She didn't follow through with it. She gave up on herself. And now she's so distraught because the feeling and the vision never left her. But because she felt like she quit on herself, she stopped giving herself permission to start over. And that's not fair. We are doing such a disservice to ourselves if we say, well, I tried it, I didn't follow through, so there's no way I can try it again because I've already failed. You only fail if you quit. And restarting is not a terrible thing. Restarting is just another chance to build and do what you want to build and do. You have to swallow that pride. You have to be willing to laugh at yourself and get over the emotions that go along with feeling like you quit on yourself. It's only quitting if you are never going to try again. And if that vision is still there, if it's still something that keeps you up at night and you feel drawn and called to do it, you deserve to make it happen. No matter how messy it looks or how how crazy it feels in the process, it's okay. That's the journey. That's the part that we need to get better and I'll be really honest you know people talk about imposter syndrome all the time and I try not to think about that too much because I do feel imposter syndrome from time to time especially when it comes to social media and this podcast because people give me a lot of credit for these things and and every once in a while I catch myself thinking who am I How on earth could I be running a podcast? How can I have followers on social media? But I really, I don't play into that too much because I know that those thoughts aren't facts. They just show up from time to time and I have the ability to fight them. But that's the trick. It's not avoiding or ignoring the imposter syndrome. It's acting in spite of the imposter syndrome. And that's where I think most people get confused. Because as soon as they start to feel like they're not worthy enough to be in the space that they're in, that imposter syndrome shows up, instead of trying to work through it, what do most people do? They back away from it. They stop moving forward. They stop trying. And that is the antithesis of actually getting to where you want to go. It's inevitable that you're gonna feel the imposter syndrome and the unworthiness. You probably have a lifetime of those thoughts built up in your head, so of course they're gonna show up. That doesn't mean you need to bow down to them. So again, whatever it is that you have heavy on your heart right now, the thing that you want to do, the business that you want to build, the content that you wanna create, whatever it is, start. That's it, just start. Don't worry about the next step or next week or next year, none of that matters if you do not start. And that really helps me roll into the second part of this episode where I want to talk about something where I made I made a TikTok about it today and then I put it on Facebook and I was like, "Whoa, I need to talk about this a little bit more because it really struck me." And I can't remember where I read this or heard this, but basically I started practicing This idea that instead of focusing on being right, let's focus on being kind. And it really hit me that it is so detrimental to live our lives just trying to be right all the time. And I was thinking more about it and it makes a lot of sense. I do believe that it's a normal, primal human being feeling to want to be right. Because, I mean, think about it. We are all on this floating rock trying to figure it out. We are doing things that we feel are in our best interest or somebody else's best interest. And of course, we want to justify why we're doing the things that we're doing. So being right is just another way to remind ourselves that we're doing what we feel is best and that we can justify. But it seems to get in the way a lot. And when I think about relationships and, you know, I I use my own marriage as a prime example for a lot of this stuff when I'm practicing it, when I'm thinking about it. But I also have clients who have spouses, they have partners. And what I have found is that when it comes to arguments, especially in intimate relationships, the details don't really matter. You will often forget the details of an argument pretty quickly after it's over Uh, But what really sticks around is the premise. Why did the argument start? And the arguments almost always start because somebody needs to be right, which means they need to prove that the other person is wrong. And I want you to really think about that for a moment. When we are hell-bent on being right, what does that accomplish? How does that help anybody? especially when it comes to intimate relationships. If the point is to make the other person feel wrong so that you can make yourself feel right, in my opinion, you are both losing. You don't win when one person needs to be degraded or yelled at or criticized and made to feel wrong so that we can feel right. I would bet that many, many relationships fall apart because people don't understand this basic premise. When it comes to my husband and I, I don't focus on me versus him. I almost never, I mean, I have to be conscious of it, but I do not want to pit myself against my husband. It's not me versus my husband, it's me and my husband versus the problem. And when you approach things from this perspective, you start to see that it's not about challenging the other person. If you are saying, I'm committed to this person, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person, build my life, have a great life, then you should not want to focus on being right. Even if you know you are, what does it matter? Because in order to prove that you are right, in any situation that means you need to prove why somebody else is wrong and the more that i thought about this today the more i realized that i can't think of a single situation where it is worth the time or the energy to prove that i'm right so in relationships for sure i don't see any point in trying to prove that i'm right so this is different than trying to express emotions or, you know, figure out a compromise or try to explain to somebody why they hurt you. That's a separate issue. But I don't have any desire to criticize my husband and make him feel wrong, just so that I can feel right. Instead, I'd rather practice kindness. I'd rather practice talking through it, finding a compromise. So In intimate relationships, I definitely don't see a reason to want to be right, Uh, but I, I tried applying this to all kinds of situations, and I still couldn't find a single time where it made sense to fight to be right. Like, I think about people that I have done freelance work for. I think about people that have hired me to do whatever for them, and then they would get angry at me, and they would, you know, say some very nasty things, and... I always have to take a step back and realize okay, I can engage in this argument and I can fight back and I can fight to show that I'm right. But I truly believe 99% of the time, if somebody has already set an opinion, you're not going to change their mind, especially in today's world. Do you know how hard it is to change somebody's mind? When they have already formed an opinion, and they have stuck to it, and they've come up with all the reasons in their head why they are right, and nothing is going to make them back down from that? Holy cannoli, people are so in love with wanting to be right, that now if you've got two people in an argument, and they are both absolutely determined to be right, you're not going to win. Instead, what's going to happen is you are going to become exhausted. Your emotions are going to skyrocket. You're probably going to feel worse and you're going to walk away feeling so angry, pissed off, and just bitter. And again, I don't see any reason to invite any of that into my life. So when somebody comes at me, I, and I've been practicing it for a while when it comes to relationships, but now I've added. The, the kindness part. So it's not that I just don't care about being right, but I also want to practice kindness. But this has been happening for a long time where somebody will come at me and I'll take a step back. And I know if I wanted to be vicious, if I wanted to rip that person apart, I absolutely could. But why? Why would I invite those feelings into my life when nine times out of 10, I'm not going to do anything to change that person's opinion? And then I was thinking about it even more, and I was thinking, okay, what about strangers? What about a random situation where somebody does me wrong or dirty, and I feel the need to show them that I'm right? So the example that I gave in the TikTok video was, okay, let's say I'm driving on the freeway, which if you're anywhere near Phoenix, you know about the 101, it's super busy, people drive like idiots all day long on the 101 so i was thinking okay what if i'm on the 101 and there's somebody in front of me and they're driving super slow and i know that they're driving below the speed limit now i've got cars on both sides of me so i can't go around them i know i'm right because that person should be driving faster they should at least be driving the speed limit but they're not So what I could do and what I have absolutely done in the past is I would get right up on that person. I would drive right up on them. Maybe I would be throwing my hands up. I'd be beeping my horn trying to show them that I am right and they are wrong. And you know what normally happens in that situation? Nothing. Most of the time the person has no idea they're in la-la land. They can't even tell that they have somebody behind them that's about to run them over, Uh, so nothing happens. But you know what does happen? I get extremely emotional, my road rage goes through the roof, and if I'm not careful about it, it will absolutely destroy the rest of my day. And that person that I was trying to prove wrong, they have no idea, they go about their day, they continue to be oblivious to everything around them, and now, poof. I am just an emotional roller coaster of a mess and for what? For what? And I I do want your feedback on this. If you can give me a situation where it is completely imperative that you must prove that you are right and somebody else is wrong, please let me know. But when it comes to any type of relationship, so I know That some of y'all are going to be like, well, there have been narcissistic people in my life and they have hurt me and I, I need to do everything I can to show them why I'm right and they're wrong. But think about the people that you've gotten into this situation with where you feel like you need to prove that you're right and they are wrong. If you really think about that person, are they ever going to change their mind? Are you going to be able to say something or do something that's going to make them say, oh, wow, you're right. I was, so, I was so wrong about that. And you were right. Wow, I, I can't believe that I held on to that opinion for so long. And I did this and I did that. Are the, like, Are those people really going to say that to you? Is it going to work? And even if it does, do you really want to mend that relationship and keep that person in your life? The answer is probably not. So if it is somebody that you want to keep in your life and you feel like you just keep bumping up against them and you feel like you need to prove that you are right and they are wrong, you might need to do some reevaluating on whether or not that person should even be in your life. But overall, I've thought about this a lot today, I really truly believe it's not my job to prove to other people that I'm right. And it's not my job to waste my energy trying to prove to other people that I'm right. And instead, I'm going to focus on kindness and being kind and empathetic. And maybe that's not always going to give me the result that I want, but it definitely makes me feel a lot better. It helps me control my emotions more. It makes me feel like a better person. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I challenge you to join me. Instead of focusing on being right What if we focused on being kind? I want you to think about that, and I will catch you on the flip side.